What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, we're going to cover the Astros and the Rays series. But we're also going to talk about some trades that have been happening but we can't do this out without my boy, Tom. Tom, what's up, buddy? Good evening, Rob. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The trade market is hot. The hot stove is hot, as they say. And uh, people are moving around. Uh, the AL West is uh, loading up, and we're going to break it all down for you right now. We may have to do another show tomorrow. Tomorrow's the deadline, right? Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Oh, we'd have to I think it's Tuesday. Like Tuesday at three o'clock. I think it's oh, what it okay. is. All right. So anyway, let's talk about the Astros trade. I'd love to hear your opinion on it. The Astros trade Corey Lee for Kendall Graveman. This guy was already here before. They went out and got him again. What do you think about the trade? My answer to you is the same that I've gave to everyone else that's asked me about it so far. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. I have no issue with Kendall Graveman. I think he's going to be a great bullpen arm. He was great in his time with Houston. Definitely numbers still look really good. There's an extra year of control, so it's not like a pure rental. They'll have him next year too, which I think is great. However, to give up Corey Lee feels like an overpay for me. And I felt like Corey Lee was going to be a centerpiece in getting a starter. And now you've traded that for a reliever, which kind of leaves the cupboard even more bare. Corey Lee was on the cusp of being major league ready. I think somebody, I I think the Chicago White Sox are probably going to bring him up before the season ends. And uh, he was doing really well in Sugarland. So he was a top prospect that I think could have got more. And while I can't complain about strengthening the bullpen, the rotation needs probably the most attention in my opinion, although I'm not the GM. Well, speaking of the GM, I can't remember who posted this. I think it was Dusty who said this. He was talking about Dana Brown and getting a starter. Dusty Dusty said Dana told him we're not in the meet, we're not in the market for a new starter. That's yeah. that sounds odd. Yeah, it was an interview that was done pregame today. 
where Dana Brown said that the primary focus is not a starter. It's more bullpen depth and a left-handed bat. He said, however, if a starter presented himself, you know, they would look at it, but that was not their primary focus, which for me, if you start looking at the innings logged on some of these young guys and you start looking at the, the struggles that they've had, I don't see how you can't go out and find a, a veteran starter that you can plug at the top of your rotation. And, and obviously prices are high. So I think maybe they didn't have the chips to sit at that poker table. Maybe they didn't have the money to spend. They weren't going to, you know, sell the farm as they say, but yeah, you, you start looking around the league and, and some teams are definitely loading up. Yeah. So the word around town was Justin Verlander was getting shopped around and the two possible teams that you could go to was the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros. So are the Astros done? I don't think so. I think if they can find a way to get JV, then they, they probably will go out and get it. But like you said, Corey Lee could have been a good centerpiece of that. I think he's our fifth uh, number five prospect. So to me, I don't know. I, I think because Graven has another year, I'm okay with it because we have Yiner Diaz. I think we're okay I mean, I was totally fine with it, with trading Corey Lee because of Luke Berryhill. I was totally okay with the, the, the state of the catcher position in the, in the minor league ranks so that, that he was expendable. It was just, if I had to, if, if there was one spot, I could only improve one part of my roster starting rotation would have been at the top of my list. The bullpen yeah. probably would have been second, but I think that now they've really painted themselves in a tough corner. Uh, the Verlander thing you talked about, they spoke about it after the game on social media where the Astros and the Mets were in talks but that they were both very far away from a deal yeah. getting done with whether it be compensation or, or money going back the other way. Yeah. So I guess you're okay with trading Corey Lee, but you wish we would have got something more for him. So the way the starters have been going, it used to be we were leading baseball in ERA and we still may be, but this month we're like one of the worst teams, like one of the worst teams in ERA. Luckily the bats have been around. And uh, we're still okay, but I would love to see a starting pitcher. And I think we've been saying that here on the podcast for at least a month and a half, if not longer. So our rivals, the Texas Rangers, they're like, you know what? We're not going to sit still. We spend a ton of money in the offseason. We'll spend even more. And they get Max Scherzer. What do you think about that? Well, Max Scherzer's on the back end of it. So while I think that is a great acquisition for them, it's not something that I'm going – well, we can't beat the Rangers now because they have Max yeah. Scherzer. Max Scherzer was probably the lesser of the two evils between him and Justin Verlander. I'd have been more worried. I'd have been more concerned if Justin Verlander would have ended in New York. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, in, in Texas from New York. Yeah. Um, Scherzer's had a couple rough starts. He's pitched very well against the Astros in, 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 the, uh, in his past. So that is something that could rear its head towards the end of the season. You know, there's that last series uh, in September, I believe. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how much Max Scherzer we, as the Astros see, um, they just lost Nathan Eovaldi. He went to the IL. So they needed Scherzer really, really bad. They're desperate. 
So it's not like they signed all these guys in the offseason and they still have them. You know, they lost Evaldi. They lost, what's the guy that they had to, the really good dude, Jagrom? Yes, Jacob Jagrom. They DeGrom. lost Jagrom. But they're not done. They made a deal with St. Louis and picked up Jordan Montgomery and a relief pitcher for two of their top 30 prospects. Jordan Montgomery was a very good pitcher that was traded at the trade deadline last offseason from the Yankees to the Cardinals for Harrison Bader. Uh, he's pitched really well, and uh, I think that that's another smart acquisition by the Rangers. When you look at some of these other guys that they're having to pitch, Dane Dunning starting to come back to earth. Some of their young guys that they they got pleasant surprise starts from them at the beginning of the season now are really worried that they're running out of gas, sort of like the Astros with J.P. France and Belak and Ronel Blanco. These guys bridge the gap. I think the Rangers are doing a really good job of going. Nope, we're not gonna we're not gonna let that undo us. We're gonna make sure we get some reinforcements in here. Yeah, especially if you look at the Rangers, it's been it's been a minute since they've even sniffed the playoffs, and they got a good team. They're in first place, albeit by one game. So they're not going to give up. They're going to keep they're going to keep building this team, and I mean I don't blame them. So anyway, let's talk about the A's. I mean the <laughs> The Astros and the Rays. I put the two teams together. The A's, Astros and the Rays, Friday through Saturday, th- Friday through Sunday, three games set. Let's start on Friday. Okay, before we start, is this the Lao guy? Yes. Or is this the Low guy? This is the Lao. I think they're all related. <laughs> I know they're Lao and Low. I don't get it. All right. So whatever his name is, hit a three-run homer in the top of the first inning off Christian Javier, and you're thinking. Oh, God. But he didn't allow anything else the rest of the game. Bottom of the first, Pena grounded out. Now, Tuvi scored. We're down three to zero. In the bottom of the fourth, Jose Abreu, a two run homer, brought in Jordan. We are tied three to three. Yeah. I mean, like you spoke to, Christian Javier came out and you were like, here we go again. He, he, he started off kind of decent, then he hits a guy. Then, or, or there was a single, then he hits a guy, then boom, the three were on bomb. Yeah. But up to that point, big strikeout so far. I think he struck out, you know, a couple of the first batters, had a really good bounce back second inning. So you felt like, okay, maybe CJ gets to five or six and you're okay. Big knock by Jose Abreu. Obviously, Jordan coming back. The top of that lineup looks very, very uh, a What's the right word to say? They look very, very uh, aggressive, I guess. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're a lot of first pitch swinging, uh, trying to do a lot. I think it, it, in this particular bat, Jose Abreu saw some pitches, got some he could drive and tie the game up. So no more scoring till the top of the ninth when former Astro Jose Siri scores from third on a sack fly. Four to three, that was. The final score, so Christian Javier, six innings, three hits, three runs, two walks, and nine big strikeouts. He has a 4.33 ERA. Neris and Abreu did not allow a run. And Ryan Presley takes the loss. Two hits and one run. We already talked about Javier. And then we're going to talk about this series that we did lose. But you always have to look at the bright side like we do here on Astros Baseball. We could have won this game. We were tied after four innings, so it was there for the taking. Absolutely. They they had runners in scoring position uh, throughout the night. I think that 
CJ gave them a chance to to be in this game and a chance to win the game. Um, obviously, speed kills, and Jose Siri turning that what probably is a single for most people into a double really end up being what allowed him to score. I think if he was at first, he probably uh, Presley probably gets through that inning, and uh, who knows how long that game would have went, but. You know, or who would have won it for that matter? The Astros could have pulled it out. Uh, just unlucky, but like you said, tons of positives to take from this game. Abreu getting another knock, having a really, really strong July, and then the return of CJ. That that is a CJ type start. If you told me he was going to go six innings, have nine strikeouts, and only give up three runs, I'd been like, that is a great start for Christian Javier. Also, Altuve went two for four. That's good. Uh, Bray, you had that two-run homer, and Martin Maldonado went one for three. The Astros had eight hits. They scored three runs. They were one for four with the runs in scoring position, and they left nine on base. Now, let's get to Saturday, which was what I like to call an offensive explosion. And I'm telling you this, Tom. I was thinking when I was writing the notes, I was like, man, Saturday's game is going to take forever to go over. But it was a lot of big hits multiple run type home runs and let's get to it my boy Yiner diaz had a two-run homer what'd you say? Excuse, oh, what? Me. Excuse, what? Me. excuse me go back <laughs> all right tom's boy Yiner diaz had a two-run homer 13th of the year abreu came in two to zero astros and they're not done folks bottom of the fourth pena with a bases clearing double the astros up five to zero bottom of the fifth Chaz had a two-run triple Alvarez and Abreu come in at 7-0. Yiner Diaz back at it again with an RBI double. Chaz scores. We're up 8-0. It's It was fun to be at the ballpark. I'm sure it was fun on the PSF app. It, it, if you were a Houston Astros fan, Saturday night was absolutely a party. Everybody that you wanted to see uh, do damage did damage. Jeremy Pena in the two-hole. Was it a good idea? Should they have moved him around? He proved it right that night. He uh he drove in a bunch of runs. I mean, he was on base a ton. You 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 know, the Yiner Diaz thing. Some people think, you know, he should play more. Some people think, you know, he's the this is the right number or whatever. Every time the guy plays, we talk about him scoring runs or driving in runs. Uh got the party started with the the big the big fly for the two run homer. Mm-hmm. The dead center. I mean, the kids got incredible power. And uh yeah, eight zero, you're going psh- this is, this, is what, this is the game I want to be at. Oh, yeah. Then we go to the bottom of the six. Jose Abreu, a three-run homer, his 10th of the year. Alex Bregman, Jordan scored. It's 11-0. to zero. Finally, in the seventh inning, Paredes has a two-run homer, makes it 11-2. to two. But the Astros are like, you know what? We're not done yet. Altuve had a two-run homer. Jake Meyer scored 13-2. to two. Alex Bregman said, you know, Altuve, if you can hit a two-run homer this inning, I think I can do it too. 18th homer, JP3 comes in. It's 15 to 2, and Jordan's like, hold my beer. Home run number 18. It is 16 to 2 after seven. Yeah. I mean, once once they went to the uh the position player pitching, you knew you knew you were having a good time. And and we were at that point. I thought it was interesting. You know, Jordan was up his his at bat specifically. He looked really bad the first two swings. And the third swing, he's like, nah, I'm not going out like that. And then <laughs> drives under the bullpen. So, I mean, great game for the Astros all the way around. 
something that probably won't get talked about enough because of all the offense is how well Hunter Brown pitched. He looked phenomenal and uh, he had struggled a little bit. So really excited to see him have a great outing at home. Well, we're definitely going to talk about it. <laughs> so we go to the eighth. Mashinsky's in, gives up a home run to Franco, 16 to three. Bottom of the eighth, Pena, force out Chas scores from third, 17 to three. Montero comes in in the ninth, gives up a home run to Paredes, and that's 17 to four. And that is the final score. Pena, two for six with four RBIs. Abreu, three for three with three RBIs. Chaz, three for five with two RBIs. Yiner, three for five with three RBIs. Jake, three for three. Jordan, three for five. The only crazy stat in this whole game is Kyle Tucker went 0 for 6. Unbelievable. I mean, I, I think uh, I saw it on Twitter today. Somebody said, there's no way I would have thought Kyle Tucker was wearing uh, gloves today after that 0 for 6. <laughs> um, I, hard to believe an Astros team can score 17 runs with absolutely zero from Kyle Tucker, but they did it. Yeah. So Hunter Brown, six innings, four hits, two runs, two walks, four strikeouts, picks up the win. He's now 7-7 seven and seven with a 4.12 ERA. Good to see Hunter having a good outing. Good to see Javier have a good outing as they've both been struggling. Stanek comes in and gives up nothing. And uh, like I said, Mashinsky and Montero, I try to say their names together too. They both gave up a solo shot. The Astros had 17 runs on 18 hits, 6 for 13 with runners in scoring position, and they left 7 on base. It's a huge number. I mean, it was definitely a uh, blow your... Uh, wad is what Rob likes to say type of day. I Just mean, they don't scored, say it the way you say it. They score a ton of runs. I mean, everybody that could got in on the action. Uh, I can't speak enough about how awesome Hunter Brown was. I think pitching is going to be where I focus more than the hitting. I mean, we all know this lineup when it's, when it's clicking can really hit. And Saturday was a perfect example of that. So when you get good quality pitching from CJ and Hunter Brown, I feel like that needs to be highlighted. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
All right, we go to the rubber match. Sunday, it's Brandon Bielak. This didn't go well. Top of the first, a fielding error by my boy Abreu leads to a run. 1-0 Tampa Bay. And then Lau, a bases clearing double, 4-0. Yandy Diaz, are they brothers? Because they're both really good. Yandy Diaz, RBI single, 5 nothing, And Lau, an RBI single, 6-0. Kyle Tucker gets in the... Gets in the game here with an RBI double six to one. Pena scores on the ground out six to two. Trying to come back, but they can't. And that Lau guy with another two run homer, eight to two final. We weren't in this game at all, buddy. No, it's unfortunate because I think, you know, people are going to see the numbers and just think that Brandon Belak pitched incredibly poorly. But there was a couple errors in there that uh, accounted for a lot of those runs. So I think he only gave up like two earned runs. And, um, well, I don't think he was as sharp as he could have been. Yeah, I don't think I definitely don't think he was that bad. I know the uh, the Astros left some runners on base, which you know was unfortunate. They had opportunities to to claw their way back into this game, and it just never happened. So, Tampa's a good team. I think I think that needs to be said. The that lineup can produce a ton of runs too, and uh, their pitching's always been great. So I'm not surprised that uh, some guy I didn't know that hadn't started and you know had started a game and went five innings since like 2018 <laughs> goes five innings against the astros and only gives up two runs but the way it goes that is the way it goes all right be like went five innings eight hit six runs only three of them earned he had three walks and four strikeouts takes the loss he's five and six three seventy six mayton gave up two runs graveman a hit and a walk all right, Graven came in. As we said, he tr we traded for him. Six straight balls, and then he gives up a single. And then they end up having a guy on first and third, and you're like, what? And they get a double play and get out of it. I think he gets, I think he gets, gives up a hit, gets a strikeout, and then a double play and gets out of it. Like, I was half-heartedly paying attention, and I looked up, and they were batting. And I was like, well, what happened? And I had to rewind it and watch it again. Yeah, Graveman didn't have his best stuff, um, but I think what makes him really impressive is his ability to escape that damage without giving up any runs. The strikeout was big, and then obviously he's got stuff to get a ground ball and was able to get a ground ball double play. And uh, I'm sure there's probably some nerves. You know, anytime you get traded for, you want to come out and, and do well, you know, validate that the team that's trying to play for postseason they success. traded for him yesterday right yeah and he's, and he's yeah. already pitching yeah yeah that's got to so, be nerve-wracking so you know i mean chicago wasn't going anywhere you feel that you come into the new ball club a lot like jose abreu and hey i gotta prove myself so he probably was a little worked up but good on him to get out of it without any damage altuve went three for four pena two for four the astros were one for six runners in scoring position and they left eight Runners on base. So the runners were there, but they just couldn't do it. Anyway, it is time to hand out some hardware. Do I think we're going to match all three? No, I don't. <laughs> Here's my guess. I don't think, I don't know if we're going to get any of them. I'm going to say we're going to get the rose, the right one. The rose is the only one we're going to get the same. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, All let's right. start. Let's start with pitcher, huh? Let's start with pitcher. Who do you got? I got Hunter Brown. That's zero for one. I got Christian out here. Okay. Well, I know that 
Hunter Brown got all the all the 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 run support. So you can look at it like that. Yeah. But the reason Javier didn't get it for me, Javier's supposed to pitch like that. That's <laughs> that's that's normal Javier right there. We got a Javier type performance from Christian Javier on Friday. The more surprising thing to me was Hunter's ability to pitch well. Um he's it was close hard... though. Yeah. I think they both went six, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think uh Hunter Brown gave up two runs and he had four hits. And uh, Javier was three runs and three hits. But Javier had nine strikeouts. I don't know. I said Christian Javier, so Not they, both des- they both deserve it. So this is one of the times that I'm glad. And th- that's why I didn't think we we're gonna match because I thought you would pick Hunter Brown. So I was right. All right, position player. This is the we should get this right. I don't know, but th- there's so much action going on. So many people deserve stuff. So it's just so much scoring, so much happening. It's going to be hard to match, but we'll. I'm, I'm interested to see who you get. I went Jose Abreu. Oh, I did too. Yeah. yeah. That's the one two I homers. thought we were going to match right there. Yep. Two homers. Two, uh, two homers, five RBIs in the series. Pretty good. Yeah, he gave him a chance uh, to win Friday, and then he added, you know, played add-on on Saturday. So for me, Jose Abreu. I don't. I don't feel anybody did anything, you know, noteworthy on Sunday. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, no, it was there to be taken away from them, but no one did anything. Yep. Yep. All right, Coach Rose, winner. Who you got? Yiner Diaz. Get out of here again! I didn't pick him last time. I thought you. Okay. Oh, you picked Maldi. Yes. <laughs> but you wanted to pick him. What did who, he do? Maldi? I didn't want to pick Maldi at all. You know who I picked? Who'd you pick? <laughs> Jeremy Pena? Yes. Yeah. He really hasn't that. done much lately. I can see that. He went one for four, two for four, two for four. The guy went five for 12 in this series and had four RBIs. I picked Giner because he only got to play one game. You know what he did in that one game? He hit the first stinking homer out of the box. <laughs> That's why. Because the guy just doesn't play enough for me. And, and because you and, love him. And he got in the game, and what did he do? Instant offense. And then he had more offense. And all he does is say, play me. Look, guys, I score all the runs. Play me. Oh, it's by crazy. the way, oh, by the way, Hunter Brown pitched his tail off for me. Play me. Then what happens the following day? No, no. We'll go with the grizzled veteran, Maldonado. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It is so ridiculous that he's not starting. The guy is a stud. You've so, got Jordan back. You got Altuve back. You have to put him on the bench if you start Maldi, and that is ridiculous. It's not. It's not fair. It's. It's really not because I believe that Dusty Baker moves the goalpost for Yiner Diaz and blames it on his youth, rather than, well, my eyes tell me this guy's better. <laughs> yeah. I need to play this guy. You know. I don't know why and, I can't just do what I do. Maldi's the starter, and that's it. I know the kid's good, but Maldi's our starting catcher. He'll be our catcher next year. That's it. I don't have nothing to say. But don't make stuff up. Don't make <laughs> up reasons that aren't true. You know what I'm he, saying? Don't don't make it up. Say, you know he what tried, he said? He said that Ma, that Yiner is not good against lefties. That's what it's excuse for. And then a righty pitched. <laughs> yeah, I'm not buying it. To, I'm the biggest Maldi fan in the world, and I've you know me. I've already switched. I mean, I think Yiner's better. He gives us a better chance to win. He gives our offense 
a better chance to score runs. The guy's a stud. Didn't he come in and pinch hit, hit a home run late in the game? I don't know if that was this series or last series. The guy's a stud. He should play almost every day. Not only that, Dusty tried to make the argument post game that Yiner and Maldi have played about the same about the same time. Like he split it 50 50. And I'm like, come on, Dusty. Come on. We we wouldn't be asking these questions if yeah. it was a 50 50 split. He probably doesn't even have enough at bats to qualify for any kind of leaderboards. Probably does not. Somebody pointed this out that I can't remember who it was, and I don't even know if it's true, but it's of all Major League Baseball hitters in the history that have hit this, you know, that have this many at bats. Martin Maldonado is the worst batting average. So they're like, so he's the worst hitter in Major League Baseball history. I am not surprised one bit. I believe that it's something along those lines. And uh, Dusty just does not care. Does but not matter Maldi. to him. I love Maldi. So if they want to play him, put him in there, bud. You know. And I, I know understand that. I know who's better. I understand that. I, I'm not arguing against. You know, I mean, you can say this. He, 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 it could even be true. Hey, the pitchers pitch better with him. Yeah, but this guy, look how this guy hits. It's not just that. I mean, if Maldi hit like 260, that still wouldn't change my mind. Because Yiner is like way, 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 way better than him offensively. He gives you way better chance to win. It's just nuts. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I I disagree. I think if Maldi was hitting like 260 and he had similar production, I think this would be a different conversation. I think it would be a totally no, I'm different not, I'm, ta- I'm not talking about production. I'm just saying, like, if his batting average is a little higher. Because Maldi has eight home runs and 18 RBIs. That's because he's awesome. Yiner right. has 13 home runs and 31 RBIs. It's, it's ridiculous. I know. All right. So, let's look at the standings. The Rangers lost today. I ended up turning the channel and watching that. And uh, they're 16-46. They've lost three in a row. They're three and seven in their last ten. So anyone that's upset about losing to the Rays, who are a great team, we're one game behind. It's okay. Absolutely. Uh, shout out to the San Diego Padres because they yeah. did us a solid. They they put their 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 best foot forward. You know they got Blake Snell today. Yesterday they they got um. I can't think of the pitcher off the top of my head. Oh, you Darvish, you Darvish, mm, yeah. and he, he pitched lights out. So. Uh, Josh yeah. Hader came in the day in the ninth inning, and I don't know if he loaded them up or he had runners on first and third, but he got out of it, and it was like six to four. But yep. next up for your Houston Astros are the Cleveland Guardians on the last day of July. And I know my daughter doesn't listen to this podcast, but it's her 30th birthday. So happy birthday, Maggie. Happy birthday, Maggie. I think the last episode was your birthday. Pretty sweet. Yes. So the Guardians are 53 and 53. So they're they're either going to come out of this series with a winning record or a losing record. Noah Syndergaard, one and four with a 7.16 ERA versus the number one pitcher in the Astros organization, JP France, who is six and three. I stand on that hill, buddy. Six and three <laughs> with a 2.87 ERA. That is Monday's game. Tuesday is Williams, who's one and two, 335 ERA. 
versus our second best pitcher, Framer Valdez, who is eight and seven with a 3.29 ERA. It wasn't that long ago that Framer Valdez had the best ERA in the American League, which that no longer is true. And then the last game of the series, BB, or is that Bybee? Is that that's not the that's not the Cy Young winner guy, but no, that was Bieber. Bieber, he's seven and two with the three eleven ERA, so he's still good, and he will be facing. Oh, that's to be determined. So Astros <laughs> don't have a picture, a pitcher on Sunday. So get out there and enjoy Minute Maid Park, because next up Thursday they travel to the Bronx. And the Yankees, the, I wanted to say backwards, but they traveled the, to the Bronx to face the last place New York Yankees. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this series coming up is pretty big. I think the Yankees are obviously going to gear up to see the Astros in, in the Bronx. So you're going to get their best foot forward. You're, I haven't seen the way the pitching lines up, but I think Cole pitched yesterday. So he probably lines up to pitch the second or third game against the Astros potentially. Um, yeah, I think if the Astros want to do right by themselves and the fan base, they need to take care of business against Cleveland so that if things go south against the Yankees, because the Yankees are playing for a wild card, they're still uh, in a good position to get a wild card. You know, that's going to be a tough series. So. Looking forward to tons of runs and 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 wins, wins, wins against the Guardians. All right, guys. Earlier today, we interviewed, or we had her on the show, whatever you want to say, Jan Presley, the mother of our closer, Ryan Presley. And I will be putting that out on Tuesday for you to enjoy. But before we go, I want to give a big shout out to Mr. Larry Berryhill. He came to town, had some time off, came to visit his son, Luke. But he's got some family in Bandera, so he stopped by to visit us today. And we we're talking about Jan Presley and what's it like to be a player's kid. I mean, a, a player's parent. And he was fired up. He was fired up talking about people bad mouthing these players. And I think we could get him on here and he can because he was fired up. He was like, they don't realize how hard these guys work. So shout out. I know you're listening. So be safe on on the road, and thanks for coming over, and I love your passion, sir. I totally agree. I'd love to have him on the show. I'm dying to hear his side of it. Uh, I won't give away too much, but we we got a little bit from, from Jan. She was awesome. Uh, so you'll get to see what it's like to be a player's mom, and maybe we'll get the player's dad experience. So be really cool. She was great. Look forward to, to y'all listening to that. Yeah, I think there's a, a thousand percent chance we can get him to come on. Well, then, all right, Larry, percent sign me up. <laughs> Larry, be safe. Have fun with your son this weekend. And everyone out there, thanks for tuning in. And we will see you next time on Astros Baseball. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.